0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rig for Dirt. This is your host, Ali, also known as Kate the Jeep on Instagram. If you want to come uh, send me hate mail uh, or just tell me that I'm doing an okay job, I'll take it. Um, and I am joined today with a good friend, Mr. Jeff McAllister. Hey, man. Hey, man. How are you? Glad to be here. Yeah, me too. I'm. Um, very lucky to be here is how I feel like this is pretty rad these are the stories you hear and we'll get into it but these are the stories you hear that you know you're around a campfire and somebody be like oh yeah Jim (laughs) remember when you got that 70 fucking square body blah 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 or whatever. I don't know if they had square bodies in 70 but you know what I'm saying it's like you hear those stories about these these little gem locations where somebody found this horde of amazing old iron and it became their project vehicle that everyone knows and loves and it had some kind of origin story like this
1: yeah it's kind of the start of a legacy i i think on maybe a couple different levels as people come in and they reminisce i think we had 32 vehicles we started with here about 10 days ago this lower lot or just in uh, general this is just the lower lot up in another location we have approximately 10 more so um yeah it's interesting having people come in and relate their uh experiences uh Most of these are sixty seven to seventy two gen two chevrolets we've got a few other ones and then we have some seventy three up into the early nineties uh, square bodies right and so then Uh, people come in and they reminisce on, you know, the color or the, you know, short bed step or, you know, so it's, it's really an interesting, uh, process when people come in and, and tell you their experiences, because this is what I grew up in. Uh, this is Galita, California. So, uh, this is where I was born and raised and my dad, uh, were born and raised. So, uh, rather nice. We're right next to the ocean, but, um. Kind of an interesting find, an eclectic group, mostly of Chevrolet, though we have what a '66
0: Bentley. And, yeah, uh, that's that was a that and, was a and, random one, right yeah, there. That's yeah, that's a. He uh, that, said it was complete motor, everything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: it's a hundred percent, and uh, it's a little interesting snippet about that is when we were working out this deal. One of the things was, we would like to have a monopoly game that was wrapped in christmas present if you happen to find it in the trunk and i said sure of course (laughs) okay and it's still i i managed to get the trunk open and sure enough there was a brand new monopoly game (laughs) with remnants of uh the christmas uh uh wrappings on it and true to my word i delivered it up to the house so they're happy about that
0: that's crazy that they actually kept inventory of that what was in the back in it of that was old. a
1: memory and yeah. I, again you know back i don't it was a while ago so it uh, it's back with them for whatever for that sentimental sake i should say
0: you know sentimentality is something it's funny. My dad was really sentimental and Mm. I think it kind of turned me off of wanting to be sentimental. But then Mm. I have moments like this where I come somewhere here, like here, and I look around and then you just can't help but feel sentimental. And it's this, and it's almost like this respect of the past. It's this like this reverence of what came before and what has led to what we enjoy today. And you see some of this old stuff and you realize the beauty in the design and you realize Mm. how raw, some of that design was where you weren't, you weren't kind of like, you know, crash test ratings weren't as stringent and <laughs> there were more things you could do. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It, it was, it seems yeah. like it was a time where you could be a little bit more wild and,
1: and dream. Certainly was a freer time of life. And, you know, again, most of these are sixties to seventies and, and, uh, you know, you talk about legacy is I grew up in these trucks. Uh, I was born in 58, so my dad was a Chevy mechanic, fleet mechanic. So when I look around at this, I think of his uh, 69 short bed step that we used to cruise around Galita here in. And so, hmm. uh, you know, it's a, it's. Uh, it's a lot of memories for me. So you, and, you grew up here, period. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I was uh-huh. born and raised in town here, and my huh. dad and my mom were both raised in town. Um, and we're just a tick north of Santa Barbara, California. Yeah. And we're, you know, basically right uh
0: um, very near the ocean, and an airport. smell the air out here, too, yeah. and it's so nice. Um, if you guys hear some noise in the background, that will be um, the airport that we're, we're nearby, which was n- kind of nothing compared to what I just experienced last weekend over at King of the Hammers. You want to talk about loud. As a matter of fact, um, I saw a guy out there with a three-door, what they call a GMC carry-all, which mm. is, I believe, the same exact chassis more or less of what the suburban is that I'm sure going to be picking up from you. And like I said, we'll talk about that, but, um, it was, it was rad. It was all caged up. It was lifted. It was all pre run up. So like that thing was like a desert monster. Wow. And, uh, and the dude, uh, I want to refrain from calling him an asshole because he was related to a buddy of mine. <laughs> But he's like, you wanna see something cool? And I was expecting to see something. And he got onto the gas and this thing shot out flames, but the flames were coming out right next to my head because the exhaust let out the top of the right fender and I was I was standing at the passenger window. But I mean, as an enthusiast, I'm like, the thing would sounded bitching, right? As an old man now, I'm like, that really hurt my ear and I was pretty pissed about it. <laughs> um, but, Welcome. Yeah. But seeing uh, yeah. seeing the seeing the vehicle, what he'd done to it and seeing the interior, I mean, it made me realize how many different ways you can go with an old resto. I mean, you could either go fully rest, resto mod where you like stay true and you keep it or you can make it something that kind of combines newer technology, suspension technology with the old. And I don't know where we're going to end up, but I do know I want it to be as fun and comfortable and capable for the family uh, with what I end up doing. No rules.
1: And that's the beautiful part is that, um, you know, you just kind of start and go and, and it's when I draw something, mm-hmm. I start with a blank piece of paper, and I have no idea where it's going to go, whether it's one of the cartoons or a sketch or a diagram for a building or who knows what. But Your that's the beautiful part.
0: Are awesome. I mean, <laughs> so I'll, I'll post them. I'll post them as part of the uh, Instagram post that we do when we kind of promote, like having done a podcast. I'll show you guys. Like he did one for me. I it's on my wall behind me when I do my live casts <laughs> yeah. um, yep. at home. Um, but Jeff is Jeff is a great artist. He's just a great soul. Um, and there's not, it's not often you come across just people who are genuinely good and fun loving and life loving. Uh, I think life loving is a great term for you because, you know, from the, the small amounts of interactions we've had, and I feel like and I've always said this: when you've spent time with somebody on a trail, it kind of yeah. it kind of compounds the amount of time that you'd normally spend with somebody in any other situation. Because you're out in the middle of nowhere, people are at their best and their worst, um, and very <laughs> yeah. soon after a day or two, you kind of see who they are. Like it's easy, it's easy to kind of tell what somebody's about. Like um, it's hard to fake it when you're that close together. For that period of time um, on a trail and trust is either quickly built or you realize I'm never going to go on the trail with that guy again. Absolutely, <laughs> so help me. Um, but um, yeah, I I was I was getting a little off track. I wanted to talk about King of the Hammers. Have you ever been? to that?
1: You know, I have not, and I keep thinking that every year I'll attend, and I've meant to, but I have not.
0: How do you like, I mean, you like rock crawling and stuff. Oh, I
1: I enjoy all that, and it's something that I'd like to, you know, if I were to choose another project, I'd probably do something for whether it's Moab or watching you go up Chocolate Thunder, of course. Uh, It's something I'm very interested in. I've watched a number of uh, King of the Hammer, Ultra 4, and all the other guys in the evening time up there, which looks like a heck of insane. an event, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, insane. I've been watching the races. I've, I have had a couple friends, and uh, one was my buddy Derek Miller and Megan Miller, uh, mm. both of whom oh, have wonderful. raced now the Hammers. Megan raced her rookie year this year at Hammers, and she's been doing amazing in Ultra 4. Um, she actually ended up buying, uh, Derek and Megan bought Josh from Off the Grid's old race jeep. Oh, really? Which yeah. used to belong to a, a slew of other well-known names like Dawson Ellington and other Mm-hmm. Um, and she's really done some great work with it. And Derek has dialed that thing in pretty well. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but it seemed like she had some trouble. I think in the rocks, uh, yesterday, as I was watching, she's competing in the ultra, uh, every man ultra four series. Oh, sure. The 40, I want to say 4,500 class. Um, But great people. Um, Also, my buddy Josh Attenbury from Cracker Fab uh, Mm -hmm. driving a brand new Bronco that they built, which, funny enough, they burned the interior, like, with a week leading up to Hammers Week, the first Hammers Week. Meaning lit on fire. Yeah, I guess he was, like, grinding on something or welding on something. I don't know what happened, but uh, some spark or some... Something from the weld like flew onto the seat, the seat caught fire, caught the dash on fire, shit started burning. They got it out in time, thankfully and had to do some quick damage control. And I saw the vehicle um, at their camp and it, it looked like they got it. It looked like everyone came together. The village came together to get them back <laughs> sure.
1: on. That's the amazing part of any of the outdoor or racing community is, uh, you know, people sure are competitive, but they also will always lend a hand and yeah. they see a situation like that. And, you know, you're uh, one call out and you'll have a crew for sure to repair things.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's funny, a lot of people talk about that within the off-road community. I've experienced it in yeah, multiple communities that involve wheels, whether it's motorcycle guys who are always there for each other. You yeah. always you always find these crews. And, I mean, man, back back in the late 90s, I had my own little import automotive crew. We were all a bunch of, like, canyon racers with <laughs> our Hondas. Um, and we, we had our own little, like, you know, it becomes a little brotherhood. And, you know, I still talk to some of those guys to this day. Um, and we've all moved on to different you know, I don't know, fast, not facets, but, uh, branches of life right uh, all still connected to the same tree and it's all that and I think the connectivity is that love for horsepower for getting to places that normally you wouldn't go to or experiencing the exhilaration of what this vehicle could, can really do or making it do things that maybe it wasn't even intended to do it's it's this bond that gets uh, built through that and I know everyone listening to this and we don't always talk about the, the audience but everyone listening to this the only reason why they're listening is because they have that same kind of love and bond.
1: I have, um, you know, when I was, uh, up in my XJ, I was all through Colorado and a little bit of Utah, Idaho. But when I was up in like the Alpine loop and mineral, uh, mineral Gulch and, uh, down below, um, Oh, I forgot that little town down below Cinnamon Pass. But everywhere I happened to park in the pine trees with my Rupp, I had my Jeep backed in there. There wasn't a single vehicle that went by that didn't say, hey, how are you doing? Are right. you OK? Yeah. Not a yeah. single person. And then I did a Black Bear Pass coming down and, and I'd people walking up, I'd say, hey, would you like a, a water? Or do you have trash or mm-hmm. any of those things? And I just got an awkward stare like I was. Like, like you're giving out candy why, kids? why are you talking to me? And right. I, and I mean, here I was just trying to be helpful. And, and uh, I never got that from any off-road uh, member driving around there. So it, it's just refreshing that everybody watches out for each other. And so I really enjoy that.
0: Because I think we've all had those really bad days. Oh, yeah. The, the, the ones where it just makes you question your choices of like, why did I get into this off-road thing? <laughs> My wife told me it was stupid. Uh, I should have listened. And Boy. then you get through those and then you want to make sure that the next guy you see who's having a bad day gets through his too.
1: But that just <laughs> goes back to what you're talking uh, about at the very beginning is those are one of the memories that pop back into your head was going, yeah, I had, you know, at the beginning of Kate or at the beginning right. of anybody's build is, yeah, I took a left turn when I should
0: have went right. and. Yeah. Here's the calamity that followed, so. That's true. It's like the, the superhero origin story, right, <laughs> of everyone's journey in off-road. Yeah. Um, but uh, when we first met, um, and we'll get back to King of the Hammers, there was some cool stuff that happened uh, through a party with Star Tires and a bunch mm. of great partners, and we did a cleanup with Martin. Lightly. yeah, Lightly.
1: Yeah, he's wonderful.
0: Martin's a great guy. I mean, there's, wonderful. there's a lot I can attribute to my current status and state with my Jeep, with my build, with just me and my standing within a community that I can trace back to the relationship I have with Martin, but that's another podcast for another time. Um, But when we first met, I think it was with Marco. Um, I think it might've been the first time I... God, I want to say it was the first time I went off-roading with Will. What was it? Was it The Adventure? Was it it with Sean Holman and... uh,
1: Uh, was that with, uh, when we went on the Center Force run? I think, was that it? Well, there was one of them there. That That was with Brad and Marco and, uh... Jillian, Rebecca, and I think that's when we all camped together in that super small that's hole. Super tight. And you had the tent kind of go on fire. fire I think yeah, that was the little fire. <laughs> I don't know thing. if that was the first time, but then it was in Anza Borrego with Nathan and uh, Marcos. That might, little... have
0: been, that, that might have been after. Yeah, I think that was. <laughs> so yeah, but... the tent thing. Do not take your buddy heater into your tent, <laughs> no matter how many times you've done it and it worked. Uh, I'm telling it you, it happened. So did you hear the? Did you hear the buddy heater get thrown? No, out I the... didn't hear a thing. <laughs> it that yeah. makes me laugh. Like I'm laughing at the person who threw that buddy heater out of his tent, which is myself. Because it was uh, that's that's a hilarious moment that like you'd see in a movie, but it was real life and it was scary as shit. Yeah. I
1: think uh I think Brett, I, I think I heard the reason I heard a little commotion was Brett from a American Adventure Lab was like right next to us and I think he was aware of the situation. He was to my
0: right, yeah. Yeah,
1: and that's when I became <laughs> aware of the situation via domino effect.
0: It's amazing how fast down will take uh, flame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Love, I love that comforter, too. Anyway. Down goes up. <laughs> so one thing I'll say is when we first met, I realized I had seen these pictures before. And I hadn't quite met Jeff at that point. But I'd seen these pictures. They were like these cartoon, like one-page drawings in color. And they were all like punny. They were like all puns off of something like i mean i what, what's the one you did on my jeep
1: that one was due when we were down in the anza Borrego, my first trip there with marco and brad and you and and nathan and gosh a yeah. host of others.
0: yeah i got one done well we me. were
1: at the gas station and you mentioned something that had about rock lights <laughs> and uh, then i i kind of thought that it would be funny um you know rock light so drawing kate with you know plumbus rocks underneath Light as lights. Rocks. And so Light that rocks. was that. And Light then uh, I think that was the motion <laughs> of that particular sketch.
0: It's like everything kind of does that. And uh, I don't know, you'll have to, it's rough. Me and a Jeep Cherokee. Is it periods or underscores? No, they're underscore. Underscores.
1: And then uh, I do J. Cal's Outdoor cal- Cartoons as okay, which, the, which has the, the a lot of okay. them that I list to, but I, I always forget and mess up because I'm not I don't know, Instagram. It's, it's hard to him, manage so. multiple accounts. It oh, sucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Rick for Dirt gets like one post a week. Um, and I'm lucky if I even post daily on Kate these days. <laughs> um, but yeah, you'll see his cartoons and they're so cool. Um, and it's funny cause you'll spend the entire time at camp, which we did just something will come to mind. And it's like, Hey Jeff, like, how about this? And Jeff will be like, that's a good Whoa. one. Well, that was when we did, uh, you
1: had brought up, uh, wasn't it uh it was nathan's uh toyota and uh you did something or was it the forerunner or foreigner for- it was <laughs> a foreigner is what you said it's a foreigner. yeah it's a foreigner. and so uh, that was it and then nathan commented back he's all you even got my winch rope sideways and i could yeah well that's the way it was when i saw it so that was uh
0: because you know there was nate with his uh japanese you know Foreigner, for, yeah. Forerunner, forerunner. Yeah. yeah, so that was That's uh, funny. Hence of that particular one. But
1: yeah, I, I mean, uh, you always got to have a little twist or a double pun or something, and I'll always hide a cat in there or a snake or some sort of wildlife in there just as a little hidden thing, you know, what's, uh, yeah,
0: I think, uh, finding so-and-so in some of those pictures, uh, but it's just... It's a cool memory of just something that happened that normally wouldn't get the attention that you give it.
1: yeah. And, uh, you know, I try to make it to where, you know, you look at it and then you kind of discover whether it's a sticker or something a little hidden deeper and deeper you look and stuff. So, the detail, um, the, yeah, the they're thoughts. well received generally. And oh, you just absolutely. never know who's what's going to trigger what. And yeah. So, It's funny,
0: I have a buddy named Matt Frederick um, who's also, like, it's funny when you think about the artists from, like, the old, you know, Yosemite days and they've got names for themselves or people that just invested themselves in nature like the Ansel Adams or what have you. Like, you have these people that were known for taking this love of nature or love of their community or love of their passion and turning it into their art and you and then my other buddy Matt Frederick who is an artist who's recently got into wood carving but he did mm-hmm. the series of patches where he had like a scuttle and they were all little cartoon character guys mm-hmm. and, and I love that stuff so much and it meant a lot when you made one of Kate and I you know it's one of those things where it's like you want one but you'll never ask for one because it's like oh well, this is his art you, you don't want to turn it into something where he like feels obligated but the fact <laughs> that you did it i'm like i'll take it um yeah. and and in addition to that i think one other thing that stood out was you're probably the first person that i've ever seen who made uh what did you make I, you made pancakes like i believe they were blueberry pancakes yeah and i'd never seen somebody go through the hassle and the trouble of making fresh blueberry pancakes on yeah. the trail
1: yeah and we did some wheat trim, and uh you know i owned a restaurant per year so that's it's right. kind of that's easy right to do generally and uh just a little bit of prep work and stuff at home and then uh going out there it's easy to crank some out and uh you know it's like when you cooked up at uh, mid, uh what crown king yeah and we did, the, uh, did that bar pit. yeah, yeah that, that was really fun. good and so uh that was fun and you know you just got to prep stuff and uh then you get in there and you always need a good kitchen or kitchen line. And I have a pretty strong background in kitchen design for um, the Habit or the Habit Burger Grill. No I was, kidding. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, uh it helped start about eight or ten of them, and then they got too big. They actually started here in Goleta. Really? Yeah, and uh, my best friends, uh, I worked there. Before they bought it, they bought it, and then uh, as they progressed and stuff, I would do kitchen design and uh, because I know the kitchen food process. I was a trainer for them, and then once they grew to about eight stores, it was just, you know, I wasn't going to leave this area, so they hired out another person to do that.
0: No shit, it's a unique unique setup. Is it the same setup? is the current stores kind of set up the same way that they used to be? Or well,
1: what? initially, um, you go into a, a pre-existing building, and that's any remodels a hard way to do things, especially when you're talking about uh, kitchen design to speed fast food outside. The original unit had a very good, in one way, U-turn, go right back out the other. Mm-hmm. And that would be our prototype if we could, but then you'd go into a pre-existing building, whether it's an end cap or whatever and you wouldn't have that luxury mm. and so then you have hurdles where you have to pass the put uh, the food up and over where you could put your fryer and all those things so it was always a conundrum At the
0: beginning right because that's when you weren't building them purpose-built you were kind uh, of correct inherited. and
1: then uh after about eight when we started reaching down into the ventura area things started to go down to la and then um it went multinational It actually got uh, voted uh you know, best burger in America. You yeah. can beat in and out amazingly. But
0: if, if you guys haven't been to a habit, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I like, it's I like good,
1: it. which it's, started. Yeah. Right here. 5730 <laughs> Hollister right here, about a mile away. But, um, and now, um, the brothers, Bruce and Brent, they, uh, ended up selling it, uh, the last, uh, Santa Barbara section. So, uh, they're retired and I'm glad of it. Yeah. it's awesome.
0: They earned, uh, they earned it. So, um, it's, you know, that's another thing it's like you know the reason why i think jeff has been such uh just a staple within the community of mine now is there's just this you just you're just this wise dude who's had a (laughs) lot of life experience and i really i value that because as a as a father of two very young kids and somebody who's still kind of figuring his way out it's good to have decent role models in life where you see things about people that you're like, okay, I like that. I, I would like to be more like that myself. And, uh, and you know, you're just one of those people as a friend, you tend to bring a lot of good with you to, uh, the relationship and uh, i appreciate that
1: well, i'm just happy to be part of the world still i had a couple of stints put in me uh really? some years ago yeah uh, you're not all 100 human. yeah you know just uh you know at, at aftermarket uh, parts in 65 there. almost now and uh, i'm very thankful and and uh had great parents and uh we grew up uh camping at, from a very early age from the start from i think i have pictures of four or five at my uncle's ranch just uh, up the coast here but uh you know as my mom went to being a single parent uh, one thing we did is camp probably two to three times a month and uh, grew up with wood smoke in our veins and uh, i uh, just really always enjoyed that. My father, too, was fishing and adventuring around. And mm-hmm. so when I was, uh, um, you know, 16, 17, 18, I was able to go anywhere I chose to and camp. And so just love the outdoor community. And, um, you know, it's just really fun. And then with the advent, I spent most of my younger years on racing motorcycles off-road. Oh, really? And, yeah, and so... um I grew up camping in a central location, whether it was Red Rock Canyon, Toronto, out at Ballarat, East Sierras, but mostly California, occasionally down uh, um, near, like, uh, what, Julian? Okay. Uh, Yeah, and so... We would base camp and then ride our motorcycles out to everywhere. And then I think it hasn't, it's only been four or five years since I've really got a Jeep when uh, brother Blair and Will got their Jeeps that I went to uh, from a Blazer IFS to a solid okay. axle. And uh, then
0: uh, really kind of. Is that the Cherokee? Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Got the XJ, built that out, and then, of course, uh, moved on to my 51 Willys. Which, the Willys is bitching. Yeah, it's a, it's a good thing. It was a, It's a project. I mean, I think I rate it as a lot easier than your Suburbans, um, only because I had to, you know, take a big chunk out. It started life as a 76 uh, Suburban, took the frame uh, 26 and the a half engine. inches. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Chopped that out and then had to move the engine back and... All to get back to 104 inches of wheelbase. So <laughs>
0: it's so I think if you guys go back in um, in in his feed and look at uh, at kind of what he was dealing with, you'll see it was like in the dirt. Like, like the project did not <laughs> like take right place right here. The, was it? Was it here? Like, oh no, no, oh, okay. that was at but Blair's it, house. But it looked yeah. like this. this no, is, it, yeah, just grapple. It, it looked just like grapple. Like it did not look like the kind of place that you would expect somebody to do this <laughs> massive undertaking of refurbing a frame, yeah. taking a body off, doing welds. Uh, I mean, you did everything on that on that build. It, uh...
1: You know, it was out. It's all of it was outdoor on the gravel, and I'm very thankful for. You, you were uh, lucky
0: there was no rain, right? Like-
1: uh, it was weather depending for sure, but um, you know, z-cutting the frame and then having to literally. Um, uh, take a come along, bringing it back together. And you're dealing with a three quarter ton suburban chassis and it doesn't always agree with what you want to do. Mm. And so, um, it was a struggle, you know, dealing it with by myself. So it was, uh, certainly, uh, an adventure. And I'm glad it's a runner-driver now. and so, Oh, it looks
0: gorgeous. Yeah, it, <laughs> it
1: turned out really cool. And I'm very thankful. I had a lot of nice comments on it and oh, stuff, yeah. which is always cool. But it's built for me and my dog. It's called Grunkle, Grunkle. because I'm a great uncle, meaning that my sister has grandkids. And that's what they call me, is Grunkle.
0: That's so, awesome. Was it your grandnephew that you built that little plane for? Yeah, you know, I, they I, they that
1: so was his little jet. Yeah, that was for uh, Dean. Yeah. You just built—you just— I mean, that's I what just, you do, huh? You yeah, just kind a, of build stuff, figure it out of my brain. My, yeah, my background—I was actually electrician for Patagonia for years. Oh, so right. I do all their trade show and stuff. But that's my background is building and you know kitchens, restaurants, and uh, always work with your and hands. Stuff. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I have a very strong electrical background, and my dad was a mechanic, so I grew up in the diesel worlds so the Cummins and the seven threes, and mm. and so that's kind of you know always handy. Um to have that kind of thing and making stuff and it's um, uh, served me well for
0: the last almost sixty five years so the the plane was a, was a gift yeah. which was the smile on his face when he was in it, it oh was, yeah yeah, yeah. his his birthday's Christmas,
1: <laughs> yeah. so I just wanted to do a little something extra, extra and yeah. our background uh our great grandfathers built planes no and shit. my uh <laughs> he was actually lindbergh's mechanic when he came here to Carpinteria back in that day. It's kind of an interesting piece of our family history.
0: There's a lot of interesting things.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's a world full of them.
0: That's. So. I mean, when when I mentioned if you wanted to do a podcast, you're like, oh, I guess. I'm like, there is so much cool shit like out of these these books that people write. And and they're writing them every single day, and they may or may not know how interesting their lives are. And some, of course, to some people, are more interesting than others. I'm sure a conversation about off road vehicles to some people would be the most boring thing they've ever listened to. But for me, and I think this community, hearing somebody like you talk about, you know, how your the turns your life took, uh, the the past history of like, you know being a electrical engineer for Patagonia or building the habit, the original habit locations to taking over lots like this and <laughs> liquidating old iron. Yeah. And even knowing what to, do. like the average person would not know where to start with anything like this. And this has not, this is not your first rodeo. For-
1: no, I, they, a lot of people have hired me and, um, to come into States and, and figure stuff out. i dealt with a lot of hoarders houses and stuff Hmm. and just manner of organization so uh in starting
0: Well, organization and then also knowing the the worth of where you're doing. Well, that's
1: depending on, you know, the, what you work out. I mean, there's uh, the logistics and logistics are, you know, there's costs to that and there's gotta be some sort of rate of return. And in a situation like this, I happen to, you know, be within my wheelhouse of Chevy's Chevy parts and, and knowledge. And this is my hometown and, And I was able to work out a a cost structure for all this. And there was, uh, you know, quite a, you know, quite an upside generally. And it allowed me to do certain things for a few people.
0: And uh, so it's worked out really well. So, the reason why I'm even here is because I'm picking up these two suburbans. Uh, I've been calling them 71s, but they're actually 70 and 72. We're just rounding out. We're averaging it in the middle. Exactly. A couple, we'll just say a couple 71 suburbans. Um, It's going to be a project. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for the Grunkle project, if it wasn't for your Willies, (laughs) and knowing that you know, like, and seeing you do it, and knowing that you know what's involved, and you kind of know me and you've been following me and you know kind of my situation. Absolutely. For you to say, Wally It's going to be A fucking project But yeah, I did I think you can Pull it off Yeah Yeah and and then you mentioned and this is where the so there's there's happenstance, right? There's uh, there's these there's these things that sometimes you can't quite put your finger on. And it depends on which side of religion you sit on mm. or the universe you sit on or the spiritual light, world around you that you sit on that you can put meaning to it, which I do because I am religious uh, um, Christian of Christian faith. And I and I have I feel like I have my own unique walk with God. And when things like this come up where literally, I think it was, I think it was a month or two months before we first spoke me and Ashley were driving. And I said, Hey babe, what do you think about one day we have like an old suburban and we build that out as like the family vacation car. And she's like, I love it. I'm like, okay. And then, you know, fast forward. And this, this wasn't even on the radar. You hadn't even talked it. It's not like this was in the, it's not like I had seen this and then thought of it and talked to Ashley about it. This was like months before. And then suddenly there's you post about like or Will posted about like yeah. some old iron. Yeah. And I didn't even know I didn't know the context because sometimes I'll just glance through these posts of my, what my friends put up and kind of see what they're doing or you see these little windows into their lives and I and I just happen to see like oh, uh, fucking Jeff is at it again going to look for a new project is what I thought <laughs> with Will and yeah. Will's enabling him yeah. and I thought yep. oh these two are up up to something or Will's up to something and I, uh, I had no idea you were taking ownership of something yep. like this. And so... Yeah fast-forward past that post, I think it was like a week, and I'm driving to take the boys fishing with my buddy Matt, uh, 321, who was on the last podcast, and uh, and I see Will drive by me, and I know he works around there, so I'm like, oh, that's weird. I'm like, Will, what's up? And we're talking, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 and I'm like, somehow the conversation went to like his post about Iron. I'm like, oh, did, were you buying something? He goes, oh, no, no, no. We were checking out this lot that Jeff got, and I'm like, oh, dude, that's sick. I mean, I always wanted suburbians. He's like, well, you might want to go talk to Jeff. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why does he have some urbs? And he's like, just go talk to him. I'm like, yeah. Okay. And so a little bit later, I don't know when I hit you up, but I think I hit you up later. that oh, it was night. Not that long. It was yeah. a couple hours, I think. And I'm like, so Will told me to reach out and we could talk or whatever. I'm going to take the kids fishing. I think maybe what it was, or maybe I had just taken the kids fishing. Um, but you're like, yep, I've got essentially. And you're like, and the weird part was you're like, me and Will were just talking. Yep. I mean, you could tell the story. Like, Well, we were just outside a court site and I looked at him and I was thinking, you know,
1: I had pictures of all this. I hadn't walked in around the yard, but I knew what was here. And I said, I, you know, I'd love to find um, somebody that was interested in doing a project and with a family. And uh, I would work out a really good deal with these. And, um, you know, just uh, I just thought it would be cool to kind of watch the journey. And so, uh, well, you know, that's an interesting concept and stuff. And
0: so, um it came with a caveat of needing uh, to do a channel.
1: <laughs> well, and and so I said, well, you know, maybe you know, have them do a YouTube channel or something to follow the build and and watch it. And I go, well, the thing about these shabby trucks is they're all so interchangeable. It's not like you're gotta, you know, weld and grind and do all this, you know, uh, fabrication work. It's kind of pull and replace.
0: So gotta clean up a lot of shit
1: yeah i mean yeah. that's it but a spray pan spray can and a wire brush heck that's not too bad versus no. you know uh cutting and welding frames and doing all those things like and you so, to do yeah yeah you know and so um and then you know will called and said oh you know uh all he's gonna give you a call and um <laughs> you know i said perfect how funny is that, that is and funny. then when we were talking i go well you know i'd Talked to Will about this whole incredible process that has turned around and now we're sitting here. I mean, this morning, I didn't know you were going to come I up here. I didn't know I was
0: coming over here. Yeah. I just, and an opportunity came up. I'm like, you know what? If you don't, I told myself, if you don't go there today and see what's what, some excuse is going to come up. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna hang on this, and it's gonna slip straight through your fingers, huh. you know. And I realized, are you? you I, I had to ask myself honestly: to, Are you really into this? Like Jeff told you, like it's going to be like you made me wait 24 hours. I did. I did you know, when it we that. first talked. And yep. I was in, and I kind of committed myself by posting about it. Ashley's like, yeah. I'm surprised you posted about you it. Did. Like, if I didn't post about it, I probably wouldn't be held accountable internally. And so a I number of things myself. came up. Yeah, and. And then this morning I'm like, "Well, fuck, I got to go check it out. If I'm going to coordinate logistics whether it's two friends in trailers or my buddy Josh and getting like an actual company to come out and pick these up and bring them over, I've got it I've got to go see." And and there's also, you know, coming here I could have came here and been like, "What the fuck am I thinking?" and <laughs> walked away. <laughs> but I came here, I came yeah. here and I even fell in love more with the idea of this project. I I kind of looked inside this beautiful 72 suburban looked inside saw the interior saw the potential yeah and uh and it's realize a, how, how rad the story is going to be.
1: Yeah, it's a good foundation, and and I think that you know even if it would be just two wheel drive, that's okay. It's it's not bad. I mean, there's been a lot of interest in that very vehicle, but then with the addition of uh, throwing a nice three quarter ton chassis underneath it, I think it's going to really enhance everything. And you know, overall, it's it's going to be somewhat of a project, but um, it. Uh, it's not a, something that will be a very super long-term project at all. Yeah, so. I mean,
0: the, the biggest issue is I have a very long RV lot, but everything is going to be in line. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like this shuffling game of lifting the body wide enough, like you said, on 2 by 4s yep. or whatever, yeah. um, on beams, and then being able to slide out the, the you know chassis, roll it out both of them and then pull one back in and then potentially put the other one back on again just so that they're rolling right and then be able to get rid of the one chassis i don't need but what's happening is we have a two-wheel drive and a four-wheel drive and so the four-wheel drive chassis is going to go on the two-wheel drive body because it's beautiful and the four-wheel drive body you could see through so unfortunately that's kind of a lost cause but you know yeah. there's some stuff on it that I think we're going to be able to salvage or get rid of, um, which we're going to do. Uh, but it's just you know, that's going to be part of my mission to really earn. I think this project is going to be part of the the background of what we went through to make it work.
1: Yeah, the nicety is it's just like eight to ten body bolts and then lifting it off, and uh, you know, you can do the
0: front clip. So those words are going to echo good. in my head, yeah, when I'm dealing with it in the moment yeah. and bolts are breaking, and I'm like, fucking so, eight bolts. That's uh, that's why a mini. <laughs> Grinder
1: and goggles are your best friend. A torch. I mean, and uh, if you got one, yeah. that's even extra. I never had a torch, so no. uh, but I sure went through many grinders. You built
0: your freaking willies with like I swear, like hand tools and like a uh, battery. There
1: roller. wasn't much there. Yeah, and uh, it was rolling
0: like uh, rod with jumper cables and a battery. Like, <laughs> well, sometimes
1: I wished I had that versus this little Lincoln I was using. So, uh, but I finally figured out I had I had the. Uh, um, The shielding gas leaking out of my handle. So I would get good welds sometimes, but then really bad welds. And just because the shielding gas was leaking in the handle,
0: and I replaced it, and now it's all beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, welding, One of the battles uh, you fight. Welding is so. one of those things that I'm hoping to learn mm-hmm. the basics of. Um, you know, this project, as we agreed upon, will become a family project. Uh, I wanted it to be anyways, but the extra, you know, expectation of doing a, a YouTube channel. A, my kids are kind of stoked on that because they're growing up in this generation where— yeah. YouTube and Instagram and TikTok are social commodities that they trade amongst themselves. And I don't necessarily like the idea of them putting their self-worth into this, but they're excited about it. And if I can bring something healthy into their lives versus... Well,
1: there's there's an end result there that's actually, you know, this one, there's already... I think going into this, there's light at the end of the tunnel. It's just not this process of, you know, work, 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 and then all of a sudden a year later all you could see something here you know it's fairly basic as far as any in a sense build goes it's just pull and replace and that's the beauty of it i mean there's gonna you know putting an engine in there or whatever and the cool part about it is you know as you travel through that um there's a road map available for yeah. that as i showed yeah. you yeah and then uh You've got a wealth of parts. There's, so.
0: there's publications where you could essentially build a Blazer or a Suburban yeah. from scratch almost. Yeah, I mean, does that thing sell chassis too? Um, You know, probably not. <laughs> Is that the but, only thing missing? You know, I mean,
1: Jeep basically does what out of the Philippines. So you can buy everything. So, yeah. Really? Uh, But a good thing you don't need a chassis and you've got pretty much, I would say realistically, you know, because we're looking at everything right now, you're probably within the realms of 80% of everything. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: I mean... So. The average person, I think, coming into something like this without any knowledge would probably be extremely overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. The biggest issue, like I said, I feel is just the shuffling that I'm going to do at home. Sure. The project itself. I mean, fuck, if if this was my lot right now, I'd be stoked because this this well, is easy. Well. How wide it is and how deep it is. But, you know, in lieu of this. I'll just have to get creative. So, and here's a
1: conversation we can have. You know, you saw my forklift here. I've got all the available stuff here. And I think in a day we could pull one body off, put it on the other, and you just take the assembled pieces together home.
0: Well, there's another possibility.
1: You know, it, it... It'd be a long day. I mean, you'd have to get up here early. But I think that, obviously, look at how much room we have. We do have a, 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 a very comfortable area. We're working on gravel. And so you got a forklift. I'm, I'm used to that. <laughs> We've got the forklift over there. I've got access. I Don't mean, this is not offer
0: it if you're not This, this is serious, my... Cr- this
1: might, I might be bringing the kids and everyone over no, here. No, and, and, <laughs> and, you know, I mean, uh, I... I personally would consider that. I was going to talk to you before, Hmm. but, I mean, that would certainly cut down on a lot of other issues. But, uh, you know, uh, in my opinion, you could still take it home, put on the the rubber donuts for the body isolators, per se. Yeah. And that still wouldn't be of an issue. But— the only reason I really kind of didn't bring that up earlier are all the little incidentals you may or may not need when you come to that. Um, and then once you get rid of stuff, it's gone. Like, Well, so, yeah, yeah, I mean... Somewhat because I've got another junkyard. The guys came in and took away four cars yesterday. Yeah. But um, we can consider that. I would. And I mean, I've got a couple guys that are not knowledgeable in cars, perhaps, um, but they're very good at um, doing what. You know if you need this taken off they're able to do that so um, I would strongly consider that
0: okay and right. you
1: know what whatever I mean I'm still shocked I'm sitting here talking to you when king of the hammers is going on yeah and and when yeah. you and I and that was my whole thing when you texted me I'm all what there was you're you
0: know, not a KOH? I thought you were a ko I was it was weird I was uh, last, yesterday after work I was like well I could probably hit the hammers and be there by nine and still within drinking time to hang <laughs> out with everybody. Yeah. And, you know, Megan had finally finished, uh, Megan Miller and uh and then, you know, I could go hang out with the Addenberries and see what happened with their cracker fab build and all that. But then there was something I was like just didn't feel like right. I'm like, there's something tomorrow. And then I woke up this morning, I'm like Today's the day I got to go check, check out. So you were home this morning. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, I felt like this was kind of what what I needed to do was come out here today. Yeah.
1: No, I'm, I'm still, I'm so, uh, I'm elated and shocked and, and stoked and happy and everything at once. And, um, I really think that, um, we should just do the body swap here. Hmm. And it'd be just so much easier. That's so crazy. And, Everyone um, here
0: got to witness a major decision, <laughs> possibly taking form. Well, lives.
1: and, you know, I don't want to take, you know, nothing away from the project, you know, being at your house, but logistically single trailer and, um, Would make life easier in, yeah. in, 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 this is all stuff I've done many times before. So, um, oh. Well, I, I personally just think that's the way to do it that
0: could work because my buddy Jordan who uh, lost sasquatch or Sasquatch survival gear everyone knew him as lost Sasquatch he's now changed it to Sasquatch survival gear I guess yeah I guess Jordan Kepler Jordan he's right over the hill Jordan Kepler is his full name but there's a Jordan cap there's somebody with a very similar name to him that's a famous comedian mm. and so Jordan realized that he couldn't do it under like a name that was associated. What I don't know exactly how it worked. So he changed it, he, he had to change his name. He went, uh, lost Sasquatch, and that wasn't quite indicative. So he went Sasquatch survival gear because now his, his yeah, I saw that he forges knives yeah, and, he he makes, does. and he makes these survival knives, which are amazing. Oh, I watched him at uh, at Expo. Yeah. And uh, has he reached out to you yet? Has he, has you know,
1: he... um, I got to follow with him, but we haven't chalked. Okay. We're following each other. I met him with
0: Will at Expo okay. uh, a year ago. I saw his square body. He was body. out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Exactly. Uh, We talked. He got sick after he went to the Hammers. He got sick this past week. Poor guy actually is on his way for a really long day at the Hammers, picking up his square body, uh, which he left over there uh, with Nick from Rome. Um, He's now going to go get that. He had another buddy who had a really bad accident who ended up being flown to the hospital. So he's coordinating. the, And this is the kind of person Jordan is. Wow. He's going to go there to coordinate the trailering of his friend's vehicle so that his friend doesn't have to worry about it. And this is him driving from St. Inez. So he's driving from St. Inez down to the Hammers. He's got to deal with not only his stuff, but now he's dealing with his friend's stuff. And that is that is literally who Jordan is. That's mm-hmm. the kind of person he is, which is, like I said, I I try to surround myself, whether they're old or young or middle-aged, with people that can make me better. Mm-hmm. And Jordan's one of those guys that, you know, I, I learn things from him, from his character um, that's really cool. And when he told me what he was doing today, and I mentioned, I'm like, oh, well, my... I busted my wheel because I decided I wanted to try to go up Chocolate Thunder while I was at the <laughs> that Hammers was an adventure. Whoa! And uh, and I ended up having to put Katie Martin's girlfriend's spare tire and wheel on my Jeep. Thank God it all matched up and made it home. Um, but my wheel is now underneath the Milestar rig. So Jordan said he'd pick that up too. And in addition to everything else he was wow. doing. Um, so super appreciative. But I only bring up Jordan because he has a trailer and he lives nearby. And so I think yeah. if we do the, the body swap here, I could use his trailer, his Dodge, which he's already offered, and take it down home, spend the night, and then come back up. Cool. And that might work out. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then uh, on the way back up, bring the SUBI on it or something and yeah. have your ride home.
0: Yep. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then, of course, uh, anything that needs to stay here can stay here. And the and, uh, really cool part is logistically, we wouldn't really need any tools. I have uh, a huge array of. Anything we need around here. Oh, yeah. I've got more forklifts. We've got a welding shop right 100 yards away. We've got a fabrication shop where I built my 65 is less than a quarter mile away. So we're
0: basically going to build this before it even gets we'll home. We'll see. But I don't, <laughs> I don't want to take no I'm shine
1: kidding. or thunder away no. from the kids or you. And, and so my thing is I'll, I'll be a minimalist, uh, um, you know, doing nuts and uh, bolts and and then, uh, you know, do some rigging and just get the old this, body this off. This isn't that and project. Then, yeah. yeah.
0: This, is, this project is, I think— I think the idea of swapping the bodies, and I'll have the kids out here too, so they can see what happens. Yeah, that's something that kids wouldn't do anyways. But I, I think yeah. I think everything else, like I, I think even getting it back, it'd probably still go back up on stands. I think mm-hmm. the the, the yeah, chassis we'll would come to. out. Yep. And I think that's where the wire brushes with all sure. both boys, and me, and maybe a buddy with beer, will get into it and you know do the work together and really get the experience, um, clean it up. I want them to have pride in this and I want yeah. them to feel something that might last for the rest of their lives yeah and it might uh, be their story right yeah
1: oh, that's that's part of the legacy of it all and uh, I think that's important because that's kind of where I started with uh, Chevy trucks and and I mean it didn't matter I I like all vehicles but uh, you know something like that which I grew up in and you, so
0: you kind of started uh, at the beginning of this podcast oh we got a, it says we've got a writer. Hang on one second. All right, we had a little bit of an issue. Um, usually, Frank would be here to take care of all this, and I miss his—I uh, miss his technical hand in all of this. I'm having to play double duty, but I think we're back on track. We were just about to talk about the fact that you started this podcast with when we were talking about kind of what you have here as the beginning of a legacy, and we kind of came full circle yeah. with talking about involving the boys and making this part of their legacy.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it's about passions and stuff. And it's neat that uh, if you could kind of, whether it's music, mechanics, or what have you, um, to find that passion, especially in the young people. And yeah. uh, it's like that one Monte Carlo that leapt out of here um, was That's really neat cool that story. it went to a great thing. And and we talk about things that are meant to be. The last set of keys I happened to just by chance bring down from the upper yard were the keys for the car. And it just made things and so much easier. Were, I had no idea. I you. just grabbed them and now, ah, okay, I'll bring them and, and throwing them to her who caught them and put them in and said, oh my God, it turned and I'm all, what? And, Got it to the neutral. And then the opening the trunk and there were the taillights. And I did a little quick video of her driving it up, meaning being uh, winched into the uh, trailer and stuff. And But it's legacy. It's just that was meant to be. And so, um, and that's like being here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, part of this was, is just to find kind of things that people would enjoy and hopefully pass it along and might be some more here. Who knows what else we have? Yeah. Who knows
0: what stories, I mean, it's funny how many lives you're going to touch and how many stories you're going to start that will all branch back down to this. Yeah, you never find- know.
1: <laughs> and that's the beautiful part. I was very fortunate that, uh, you know, school I had some great teachers that are still friends and uh, mentors, and uh, I just uh, always think of that when I, you know, reach out and be a part of something, and you always take that extra minute.
0: It's always about kind of like you, you look back, and I'm sure given your storied history, there's been a lot of people who've maybe pulled you along or pushed you along or mm-hmm. pushed you forward uh, in your life and Absolutely. I see you kind of doing that with me with this and I feel very lucky and blessed uh, to have that opportunity <laughs> um, I don't know I just I, I don't feel like these events happen all that often like
1: uh, I and I use I use the I use the 24 hour rule. Like when I'm talking to somebody <laughs> with construction stuff, I said, don't do first thing is you need to wait at least five or 10 seconds before you tell me anything. Uh-huh. Cause I want you to think about what you're going to tell me because this is going to have effect on other people, how I organize people, whether it's framers, plumbers, et cetera. And, uh, you know, it's like, the 24 hour rule is that really give it a think and we talked about logistics we talked about space we talked about you know the cost of projects and uh, even though you know we've got parts we've got all the parts and uh, there's still going to be cost and and that's the important part is really taking a stick and seeing how deep the mud is and and, uh, making the best decision and again is this the right decision you know is this a good decision Is, is is it a family decision, and and I'm just really stoked because the way this all worked out was kind of how it was meant to be. Yeah, and so it, it uh, feels right. You it know, doesn't... and I'm just so excited that you came up, and obviously to me it just shows that you know uh, you've got your as I've said before, you're a wordsmith, and the way you are able to write, you're able to bring your passion out, and I've always <laughs> admired that. And Thanks, I man. and I've even you know we've talked. I said I think you should write a kids' book. No, we need no. Yeah. We need to do a kids. Book you know,
0: and I and I with your illustrations, and I'll, I, I'll come up with some it's words.
1: Something we came, we talked about, but I know that it's a busy world, and so. Or we just enlist
0: chat GBT, and yeah. it would probably. Have you seen that the the chat the new AI chatbots like? It's I've crazy. heard about it. i It's I'm, so crazy. Like they're going to replace me. They're going to replace everyone who wants to write stories, um, and we'll probably usher in the our new. Uh, Successors into this world, you know, yeah. through what we're building.
1: So, I mean, the last thing I thought today is uh, that I'd be doing a podcast with you here at right. the I yard Right. yeah I sprung it on you. And, a little bit. and so it was, uh, it was just really exciting. It's an incredibly wonderful experience. And nice. I'm just stoked. And, and I think that, uh, you know, uh, I think this is going to be a one car trailer to take home. So,
0: okay. Well, Anyways, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge now. Yep. And uh, thank you so much for spending some time with cool. me. Thank I you. just appreciate CC. For up here, I just love being out with you. So, hey, and I'm looking forward to the next time we get on the trail. Yeah. I'd like to be on the trail with Grunkle, actually. Yeah.
1: That, <laughs> that you know, it's ready, but I got to get back there and uh, press it and get it all figured out. So, yeah. thanks a lot. Thanks, I really Jeff.
0: enjoyed myself. Hey, man, thank you. Okay, all right, guys. Well, that was Jeff, and such a treat to be out here and uh, and getting to share this little experience with you guys because I felt like you know, as I was leaving the house to come out here, I thought, man, it would be such a waste if I don't get to at least tell this. little bit of Jeff's story Um, just from what you've listened to for the past like about 45 minutes or so I think you'd agree here's a guy that has so much more to tell and so much more to share and you know the future is long and bright and as long as those stints keep doing their job we're gonna get a chance to hang out with Jeff and do more of this
1: To be continued.
0: To be continued. Um, <laughs> huge thanks to everyone who's gotten us to this point. Uh, huge for everything that he's done in terms of getting Rick for Dirt rolling and moving. And I, I look forward to the days where maybe we come back together and do more of these uh, with each other because there's definitely something missing here from his voice uh, being part of this. And to the partners who've supported this from MagnaFlow to Milestar to Rebel Off Road, the Mellow Motorsports uh, Rig Supply, all the people that kind of got our start moving forward and rolling forward uh, now Uh, with Torco supporting me, uh, Torco uh, Racing Fluids, uh, Torco USA on Instagram. Uh, They also do Torco Fuels. Uh, My buddy Ernie over there, who's just been a big part of what I've done in the past, like, almost two decades, actually, back when I was in the import days. Um, I'm looking forward to keeping Rickford Dirt going. I can't honestly promise that I can get these out every two weeks. We'll see. Uh, Opportunities like this come up, I will take full advantage, and given the fact that this build is starting, I think you guys should be hearing more, and hopefully you guys, like, Chevys, uh, because there's going to be a lot more Chevy content coming. Um, but I've got, I've got some plans. We're going to get Nick Somas from Peak uh, Performance on here. Uh, we've already talked, and also Sean Holman, who you may or may not have heard has left uh, Four Wheeler. And has now set off on his own. We're gonna get him on the podcast. We've already talked. He says he's down. So I'm really looking forward to getting some really great personalities, really great stories, and really great people on the podcast to share it with you, in addition to my own trials and tribulations with the software thing. So, anyways, thanks, Jeff. Thank you all. And all right. uh, Have a great night. All right, <laughs> bye.